Pope Francis says he is ashamed and indignant at the deplorable abuses suffered by Indigenous peoples at the hands of Catholic educators in Canada's residential schools. Speaking in Italian at a final meeting with First Nations, Inuit and Métis delegates, Francis apologized for the church's role in the institutions and said he would come to Canada. Chief Gerald Antoine spoke to reporters afterwards in St. Peter's Square. Today is a day that we've been waiting for, and certainly one that will be uplifted in our history. His Holiness Pope Francis, head of the Catholic Church, has issued a long overdue apology for the Roman Catholic role in church-run residential schools. Joining us with his perspective on the Assembly of First Nations trip to the Vatican and the the apology this morning is Paul Custer, Calgary writer, comedian, former broadcaster and Indigenous advocate. Hi, Paul. Good morning to you. Hey, how are you? Excellent. Thank you. How important was this apology? How did you feel when you heard that news this morning? I uh, completely uh, uh, shocked, overwhelmed. I I was not expecting uh, an apology yet. Uh, I, I thought that was going to happen officially uh, when when the Pope uh, uh, finally comes to Canada. And uh, so to hear this this morning, I, I had no idea until I uh, turned on the radio, guys, <laughs> and, and 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 I heard the news. So this is uh, this is monumental. This is uh, real Canadian history happening. And uh, for the better. And it just shows, uh, it kind of coincides with uh, Trudeau's visit to Williams Lake this week uh, at the uh, at the site of uh, another possible uh, 93, uh, what did they call them, reflections, I guess, from the ground-penetrating radar. So uh, what, what this says to me is that we're, we are at a turning point, and uh, I think for the better, because... It's called truth and reconciliation. You can't reconcile anything until you speak truth. And uh, thank goodness that the Pope has finally, finally uh, stepped up and and has apologized. I don't know if they classify this as an official apology yet, but the fact that he did apologize to the, uh, to this delegation um, that says so much in in such a positive light. You know, Paul, it's interesting because you did mention, you know, the trip to Canada with uh, Pope Francis. And, uh, you know, we got part one taken care of. How important is it that it looks like that is in the works for the Pope to come to Canada? Why is that so important? He has to. Uh, this is where this is where it happened. Um, and I, I was watching a clip from uh, Phil Fontaine, the former uh, uh, Grand Chief of the Assembly of First Nations. And he's hoping that... Uh, He'll come to uh, Manitoba, and uh, that's uh, in Saint uh, Boniface, which is uh, that's one of the um, uh, that that was kind of the hub for the uh, Roman Catholic Church in Western Canada. So he's hoping that he comes to Manitoba, and uh, I think he was kind of inferring that he hopes that the apology is sort of made there, because that was kind of the, that was the masthead, that was the figurehead for the Catholic Church, in uh, particularly here in Western Canada. And this is where all the horrible things happen. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think it's imperative that he comes here and he visits uh, with the communities where these horrible, horrible things uh, happen to these uh, to these children and to and the decimation that it had uh, upon the culture, um, so you have to set foot 
on the places where these uh, where these horrible things have happened in our past to address them and uh, address them with uh, uh, with a, a formal apology and uh, and then the continued healing uh, can can be allowed to uh, take its own course the way it should. Paul, obviously the apology, massive. I mean, and a big part of why this delegation was at the Vatican. But more than that, there are a lot of Indigenous artifacts that have been collected by the Vatican, and this delegation has seen many of them. And it seems that a lot of people were shocked by the number and the items themselves that they have in their private collection. The Indigenous community is asking for these artifacts to be returned. Why is that so important too? That's uh, that's part of the culture, and that was uh, a lot of those artifacts were simply uh, stolen. Um, I, I read an article on how uh, they've been described as um, gifts. Well, they, <laughs> I think, I, I believe the majority of them were not gifts; they were just taken, taken, mm-hmm. and they're powerful, sacred symbols uh, to uh, the indigenous peoples of this country, and uh, it's like what's the museums uh, did. They just took um, sacred uh, pieces and uh, stored them away for themselves under lock and key behind uh, locked glass, which is not their purpose. These are sacred objects that are you or they're part of the actual uh, life and the livelihood of uh, of Aboriginal peoples across Canada. And uh, there, there was a huge movement, uh, especially, you know, I... I remember I did uh, uh, news stories uh, about the repatriation of artifacts back to uh, back to their communities uh, where they're where they're supposed to be, where they belong, uh, not meant to be uh, kept under uh, lock glass and, and lock and key. So that this uh, and, and of course the Vatican, they've always come under fire for um, for all these riches that they've uh, stored away, and um, it's. <laughs> It's so ironic uh, because it's the Catholic Church, and um, some people would classify uh, that part of it as, as uh, simply uh, thievery <laughs> and, and, and uh, uh, keeping things for yourself and, and to accumulate uh, wealth and, and, and richness. Uh, so they, they, they've always come under fire for this, but the fact that, again, this is being brought up as particularly during these uh, this delegation's uh, visit to the Vatican, it just throws it under the public light again. And uh, it's, I think it's a sticky situation for the Vatican. How do they handle this? And, and here's the other thing, too. The other reason why it's so uh, mind-blowing with the apology is that the Pope, uh, traditionally in the Roman Catholic view, uh, the Pope is the uh, is God's representative on earth, and therefore God is supposed to be infallible. So uh, he he never makes mistakes or uh, is responsible for horrific things that happen. And uh, so it kind of goes hand in hand. First off, were these gifts or were they just simply stolen? Do they need to be returned? I believe that they do. And um, uh, but at least considering everything, uh, I'm very happy with the direction the Pope has taken and the fact that he stepped up to the plate and offered, I believe, a heartfelt apology. Um, at least that's a super important first step 
in this journey called truth and reconciliation. Paul, thank you so much for the discussion. Thank you so much for your thoughts and and for uh, being here with us uh, more than a couple of times over the past uh, couple of years. So thank you so much. Yeah, thank you so much uh, for uh, helping me have a voice. Uh, So much appreciated. Always welcome here. Thank you so much. Have a great Friday. That is Paul Custer, a Calgary writer, former broadcaster, indigenous advocate, and and comedian. He he really does it all, Mm -hmm. Paul Custer.